Lionel Messi won his seventh Ballon d'Or title in another glitzy ceremony organized by France Football Magazine in Paris. In England, Manchester United appointed Ralph Ragnick as their interim boss, with the option of a further two-year consultancy role thereafter. In the Premier League, the champions, City, are a point behind leaders Chelsea, while Liverpool are a further point behind. Welcome to ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Omoka. With me in this pod, I have Sheyi Alao and Kunle Faiga in Lagos. And I think we've just been joined by... Um, I think we've just been joined by... Is that Dr. IJ? Yes, this is she. Excellent. She's just on time. She's just joined us. Dr. IJ has joined us also. Um, and we shall be looking at this Ballon d'Or, um, the Premier League, and um, a lot of stuff football. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. I thank you very much for coming on to this show. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Nice to be here. Thanks. Nice to be here. Thank you very much. Right. Where do we start? Um, being the gentleman, I would start with the lady. Dot IJ, Lionel Messi, seventh Ballon d'Or. Can I just can I just start by saying to to make it clear that I think the last time I was interested in in um, these award ceremonies and all the stuff that are associated with them was probably as far back as 2009. So you will forgive me if I am not that enthused by it all. However, as you can see all over social media, it has been it has been chaotic, and that's putting it mildly. What do you make of this? How on earth did um, Robert Lewandowski not win this award? Daylight robbery. And that France football should hang their heads in shame. They had to descend to the depths of creating a facial award of best striker to, to appease Lewa. If I were Lewa, I would have thrown that thing in their faces. I mean, it was, that was, it was a disgrace. It was a disgrace. We know we had a year of pandemic and they decided not to hold their, their stupid awards. I'm sorry, I'm really, really angry. I was so pissed. At the end of the day, it was my, my husband actually came home and turned on TV. The awards have started. The awards have started. I knew, as soon as I saw on Twitter that they were going to have two awards, I knew I knew what was coming. I was just waiting and waiting. He turned it on and we, we, we watched the whole thing. And at the end, what what I thought, what my, my instinct and my mind told me, happened and, and I was so pissed that I actually sat through that whole rubbish to, to, to find that they've robbed Lewandowski of his of his awards. I mean for them to have you know they actually sat down to create the, the that best striker award. That tells you all you need to know about that award of yesterday. Nothing else. There's there's it's just clear that the guy was robbed and I feel so, so bad for him. I mean did we come to watch football because of Messi and Ronaldo? 
What what kind of rubbish is that? They've de- for how many years they've deprived re- footballers that were deserving of this award. Schneider was de- deserving at one time, and he was deprived. It's crazy, it's stupid to me. I, I'm I'm so pissed. And the the notion that every United fan is like is pissed because of Ronaldo. For me, I have always put Messi ahead of Ronaldo. I, um, and that's not the debate we're having here today. Mm. But for for Lewis to have been denied of this award yesterday is abysmal. I'm I'm, I'm really pissed about it. And I and I've been commenting. I'm, I won't be surprised if I get blocked by PSG and and some other accounts on Twitter because I've been commenting and quoting their their tweets. You know on how this you know this is is unpalatable and it's just ridiculous at this point. Right, um, clear. I was in um oh, where's that city? I was in um I was in I'm trying to remember how can I forget this? I was in that I was at a World Cup in twenty fourteen when Nigeria lost to Argentina three two and um I I I I remember that Ahmed Musa scored twice two absolutely Fabulous goals, and Lionel Messi also scored twice in the match that um, Rojo scored the winner as Argentina won 3 2. So there we were after the game, and then the uh, man of the match was announced. It was given to Lionel Messi. I remember asking the FIFA people who were there that what did Messi do different that made him win that award when. He scored two. Musa scored two. Why was he given to Messi? I didn't get any answer. I spoke to a colleague who was in the BBC at the time. No, 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 no. It wasn't a colleague. I, it was Efanokoku. That's correct. I, it was Efanokoku I spoke to. I said, how did Messi win this? And he asked me how many shirts would Musa say? Or something to that effect. So, how is this is this, has this become such a factor now that um, that these awards don't really go to can't go to anybody else apart from Messi and Ronaldo? One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and it's just so um, painful because you know it makes it it makes it sound like as though Messi and Ronaldo. But the other, but the only are the only two players to have walked this earth. You know, mm. I'm not trying to belittle anything. They don't know. They have been the best of the best over the last um, over the last decade, or yeah. should I say, 15 yeah. years or yeah. thereabouts. True. They have been the best of the best without no doubt. But you can't tell me that it was every year, year in year out, that we actually saw no. There were other people who were actually deserving of these awards. A good example was the year 2010, where Wesley Schneider. Everyone was expecting that Wesley Schneider was going to win this, was going to win the award for the world's best player. I mean, he had a phenomenal, he had a phenomenal day. But out of the blues, a Lionel Messi, who was he not only the La Liga title, if I am correct, and he didn't. We just saw that he won. I was even thinking that if they were going to go based on the exceptional performance that um, what's it called that Spain were going to that Spain had, mm. I was expecting one of Xavi 
hundreds in Insta yeah, to carry right? the award. Yes, because they were equally deserving, but it got to Messi. Why? Because he's the showman. He makes the numbers. I mean, you know, <laughs> he, if you if, if you want your if you want your website to have traffic, you have mm. just talk about Lionel Messi, and, and people will swarm to your to your website. So definitely, yes, it's about uh, these are, uh, awards are now about money. And um, it is being reflected in the game, which is sad. Then I just have to point something out. This is why I feel these awards are now ridiculous. You know, and I will blame FIFA because FIFA are, I'm sorry to say the word, FIFA is a terrible organization. I tweeted it yesterday. We used to have what was called the FIFA World Player of the Year Award. I remembered you when you said that 2009 was the last time you got interested or the last time you followed these awards. I give you kudos first because that was the last time I think awards made sense. After that, that was when we now transitioned to FIFA Ballon d'Or where they merged. Where they merged with the terrible France football. <laughs> you understand? What made them cut the deal? I don't know. You know, that was where this world best player, now Ballon d'Or became synonymous with it. They've now split. We are going to have the FIFA best in January. Mm. But if you look at it now, Ballon d'Or has now stopped in everyone's head. So people will now have this idea that, oh, the Ballon d'Or is the standard. The FIFA best at best is now has been reduced to a bare minimum. And it is FIFA that costs let, all let, this. Let, let me even, let me defend France football here for a bit. France football have been um, consistent over the years. It was FIFA that actually badged into their area. FIFA badged into their territory. They, they, they were so they they started with only being the European Footballer of the Year award. Then they found out that rightly so that by making it European Footballer of the Year, what they were denying a lot of non-Europeans the the room to win um, award because they were even though they were playing in in Europe, they were not being considered. So they, they transitioned it um, to becoming a world player as a world. They were doing they were doing okay until FIFA tried to badge in. And then we we started getting this social media phenomenon that we're having now where everything is about about numbers. Shay, I come to you. Welcome yeah. to Kuma. Welcome to Kuma to your sports mobile podcast. Uh Thank you for for joining us, Shay. As a, as, yeah. as, a, as a, with going in line with what I said in twenty that happened in twenty fourteen, I was also in Saint Petersburg in twenty eighteen, where Nigeria played Argentina again. In that match, Lionel Messi was, apart from the scoring Argentina's opening goal, all of the second half he was so anonymous it was untrue. Unlike four years earlier, where he was driving our defenders mad every time he got the ball. But in 2018, he was so anonymous. In fact, there are times five minutes to go, he was walking around the pitch. I remember telling my people around me um, where we sat in the, in the media tribune that we're going to get this draw. We'll get this draw that Messi's completely uninterested. Game ends. Oh, Marcos Rojo volleys home a stunning winner. Argentina in the last few minutes of the game to take Argentina through. What happens? End of the match. Lando Messi wins man of the match award again. I <laughs> was incensed. 
One of my colleagues. It's just a joke. I, one of my colleagues. I'm going to. I'm not going to name him because he said to me clearly. He's in the BBC. He works for the BBC. He said. He said to me, if you don't give him that award, he would not come for the post-match press conference. I went, what? I said, yes, he won't come. And that the sponsors need him for the post-match press conference. So that's why it, it, had, it had to be him. That where, who else would they choose? I said, you're serious? He <laughs> said, yep, that, they know that. Everybody, they all know that. So, Jay, how then, if if these kind of things do happen, why, why I, I'm, I am actually not excusing, before anybody jumps in and thinks that this is an attack on on Lionel Messi. No, 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 not at all. I, I'm sure the same thing will apply to Cristiano Ronaldo. So, I am sick to the back teeth of this duopoly. What is your take on it, Jay? Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, going by everything that has happened about the years, and I'm so happy with the fact that you actually took us back to 2010 for that crazy match. I think that was what Schneider wanted uh, to win that one. But for me, uh, looking at this year's uh, edition, I think no, let me see this up to win that one. I feel sorry for this case. He had to try as well. But I think the turning point was just that uh, winning that Copa America with Argentina. Then the Messi has a tremendous tournament, uh, player of the tournament, highest goals, highest assists, most chances created. And if you look at that Argentine side, they are not as talented as before. Uh, but Lionel Messi actually, actually stood out. Then go to Barcelona, uh, almost a dead team, healing team, team that is struggling to even beat uh, Sassona, take Messi away from that club and take it. I'm not sure Barcelona we have the number of titles they had now. It was, uh, it was a showman, uh, top scorer in La Liga, highest assist in La Liga as well. Passes completed, most dribbles, most chances created. You can't take that away from Lionel Messi. Yes, Lewandowski had a good deal, good argument. He only won the Bodes Liga. But this guy, Lionel Messi, don't forget that. Lewandowski was like. What do you mean by he only won the Bundesliga? He won the Bundesliga. You can't, you can't take that away from him. That's why I say he deserves it. Say wait, say wait, say wait. So, so, wait, say you please, bear with me. So, had Argentina not won the Copa America, are you saying that Lewandowski would have had to would have won Messi, this award? Messi stand no chance. Without that Copa America, I mm. think that was the turning point. Messi right. stand no chance point. But then uh, it, it is what it is. Messi Ronaldo, the biggest uh, in the world at the moment. Even go, going going down to 2018, the award that Modric won for me that was an insult as well because. It was the Ronaldo Award. Ronaldo was everywhere. Won the Champions League, stood out for Real Madrid. We saw him at the World Cup, five goals as well. But uh, Madrid just got to the World Cup final and everybody was like, okay, now it's time to just uh, break that duopoly. Now we now have someone that we can just push. So that was our Modric one. So it'll be another satanic uh, choice to give it to Jorginho as well. So for me, I just... But Modric uh, won the Champions sorry. League also in the same team as Ronaldo. But not as influential as Cristiano. Cristiano's start was crazy. Even Messi had a better start last, uh, that year as well. Okay. 56 goals. Sometimes those guys have also been at the receiving end of this sentiment. 
going to 2013 as well, I think Ribery also uh, was the favorite. Yeah, he won Frank, the trouble with Bayern. Frank Ribery, right? Then, uh, yeah, Frank Ribery. Then Ronaldo won the award. That's why not winning any title with Real Madrid where he scored mm. 63 that season. So sometimes the award has not been consistent, accepted. I agree with that. But the thing is, when it comes to awards, you can't take away sentiment. You can't take away, you can't take away uh, emotions. And you can't take away likeness. That is actually a key factor in choosing who should win and who uh, should not win. But for the Wandowski, I just hope the organizer of the award will just sit down and give him that 2020 edition. That large is that thing. But for this 2021, it's debatable. The is just awesome. So that, that, that's it. Tukuma, you've been listening. Wayne. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Um, I thank you for having me. Uh, I think that on this issue of um, Bernice not winning the Ballon d'Or, I believe that he deserved to win the award last year. But it was very unfortunate that wait, 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 coronavirus wait, wait, and everything. Wait, wait, Chukuma. Are you, are you in a bar or are you by primary school? What's going on behind you? No, no. <laughs> no, let me tell you. We are just walking down. Walking by. Okay. Can you hear me? Carry on. Okay. Um, on this issue of Leandos, you know, winning the award, it was very unfortunate. Uh, last year, I was looking for him to win because we had a chance where somebody else that is not Ronaldo Messi will step up and dominate. And for some time, we've been wanting that opportunity. And Lewandowski presented himself and did a good job last year. But it was unfortunate. And it was, it's not anybody's fault that he's not in the award last year. But on this um, edition, mm. at, um, at these places, I think that Lionel Messi deserves it. See, one of the problems that we have is that we are still used to, to his brilliance. And to an extent, people are beginning to take it for granted because after all, it's just messing now. Messi is coffee to do with Messi. So people are bored. So we want a new face. And Leonardo is the new face. And people are forgetting that Lionel Messi is still the same brilliant player. If we look at his records at Barcelona last season, mm. because they had a lot of assists. And then the Copa America. Lewandowski sees everybody sitting, Lewandowski, Lewandowski, but I think that Messi deserves the award. We just have to give it to him. Because on the issue of Ballon d'Or, Ballon d'Or is simply saying we have to pick one player that is the best. And to, honestly, to be very, very honest with you, you cannot compare Messi and Lewandowski. Even if Lewandowski scores, he goes in the Bundesliga. I think Personally, do not really be the Bundesliga because the league is to me is a rubbish league. They have a team team there. One team will get all the best players from the entire league, and then every team, Bayern Munich, the red card, Bayern Munich will be in first, uh, first for the five minutes, five million. What kind of league is that? <laughs> and then they just start out. So the league to me is rubbish. I do not read the Bundesliga at all. So whatever Lewandowski is doing there is brilliant, but I do not, but I do not but um, play cost, the Bundesliga on is is the same way that Liga is a two is basically a two team. Just recently, a three team league. So, yeah. what's what's the difference? That's 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 uh, <laughs> the dominance of Bayern Munich. You cannot compare 
Bayern Munich to La Liga. You cannot compare what Bayern Munich is doing in Germany to what is happening in La Liga. You cannot compare. When Bayern Munich and Barcelona so, meet in Champions League, what happens? What has been happening? See, um, I don't understand. What, what do <laughs> okay, right. Wait, wait, wait. Um, <laughs> Doc, I don't understand what what Tukuba is trying to say. Um, that Robert has it too easy in um, in the Bundesliga. But like I asked him earlier, but he scores in them. Um, he scores in the Champions League also. So it's not like he only scores while he's playing in Germany. But anyway, that's your. You've made your point that. Elena Messi deserves it and all that. But one, I, I've got so to, I've got to. He in the Champions League. He also scored captaining his 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 country. His country. Mm. He, even playing with his country, playing with basically unknown players throughout. He still manages to to score and get them the draw. Yeah. Marino. Hmm? <laughs> Wait, who did? Aha, Chukuma, don't go. Was that she? Don't go down that route. When you go to the, when you oh, yeah. when you when you go to Copa no. Copa America, how many name the teams that Lionel Messi scored against in the Copa? I I did not, I did not follow it completely. You didn't. <laughs> she will tell us. No, she is the stats man. He will tell us the I teams that. I think uh, we shouldn't uh, disrespect uh, this guys uh, irrespective of where they are playing. They are good players. It's not uh, easy to be consistent for like decades. Lewandowski have done well for himself from Borussia Dortmund. Don't forget that he actually moved from Borussia Dortmund yes. uh, to, to, to Bayern Munich. And, and was, Dortmund was caught. And he was just a quite number. Yes. And so even uh, uh, talking about, uh, looking at his uh, statistics with the national team as well, I think he's also just called out for Poland. That is a small nation. You can't take that away from me. He's a good player, terrific striker. Uh, outstanding footballer, but then you, I only feel sorry for those guys for coming uh, in the generation of Cristiano Ronaldo and Leonel. Thank it you. Can never ask. Thank you, Shay. Shay, thank you for saying this. Messi was not. Wait, the reason why I <laughs> say thank you, Shay, wait, is you've made a very valid point by saying that a lot of these players is a pity that they've come in this generation of the last um, fifteen years. 12 to 15 years where it has been a duopoly. Now, if we look beyond this duopoly, which is always going to end, if you see the way um, the way Messi walks around um, um, the pitch now at, in in um, in Paris for PSG, you will know that um, he's that, that time is gone. There's nothing that lasts forever. So. Who do you think, very quickly, Shay, I'm going to go around the houses with this. Who do you think, who are the players that you think are primed to take over from this, 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 these two? For me, it's difficult to, to point out one. Yeah, people have talked about Mbappe, uh, people have talked about Hayden Holland, people have even, some even talked about Timmy as well. These are very, very good footballers who can actually step into their shoes. But they have to be consistent. They have to show that hunger. I could remember Ronaldo at 22. He wasn't uh, this good, but he has that passion. Uh, he has that uh, tenacity to just keep driving, to keep pushing. So I think some of those guys still, they are still lacking that mentality. What we have now is just Instagram and social media footballers overhyped and overpaid. So for me, I don't think anybody can just come in 
just win one and disappear, another one comes to win one and disappear. So I don't think they are going to be have some guys who will actually step and dominate this thing before we hand on uh in the last uh the last year. Right. Um Kay, Kay, welcome. Can you please Okay, don't worry, I'll mute you. I'm a lawyer. Um, welcome. We don't, we don't have to put on your video though, but carry on. Um, Dr. IJ, who do you, who do you think um, will be the people, the players that can step in very quickly? I, I kind of agree with Shay. Um, I think a lot of um, the footballers we have now, like he said, the Instagram and social media, they, they lack that staying power. I think the motivation is no more is no more entirely like to to be the best in football. There are other things that people are dabbling into now that is taking away the focus from you know just being excellent. Uh, you know at football, like the drive and motivation. People like Ronaldo and Messi and people that came before them had to to achieve excellence. So that said, I th- I think if Kylian can like really focus on his game, double down, I think he's a brilliant player. And um, Haaland, like he mentioned, is, is a great um, striker as well, scoring for club and country. Um, and for the younger, much younger ones, I, I know those dads will take a couple of years to come to board. There are some exciting players like that Bayern boy. Um, what's that boy that is English and German um, as well? What's his name? Most something. Musiala. Musiala. That's the one. I think... Yeah, he's, 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 I find his game exciting. There are a couple of people. I don't know, people like, I, I, something that got me also ticked about this, their, their rankings. I saw Mason Mount at number 19 or something, and Bruno Fernandez was like, was like 24th or. 21. Uh, Fernandez was 21. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but I've just mentioned those that I think that can take their game to the next level. I don't know if Bruno's age range. How old is Bruno? Let me ask. 27. Is he still 20, 28? 27. 27. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's it, it, going to skip their age, no, their age bracket. It's skipped him. And, uh, exactly. It's skipped and, him. And, and go to the next. So let's see what people like Kilian and Haaland can do in, in the coming years. Kule, I I think that the world has been um, was the world spoiled by the consistency of Messi and Ronaldo. In fact, as the as the famous Nigerian saying goes, Asheju, those two players are what you call Asheju. It's too they do their own is too much. It's not they are. Why, why, why does a footballer need to be that consistent for so long? I did not grow up watching footballers being that consistent for so long, and that this that factor is also now why a lot of players from the from the era before them and for the ones that are coming after them, people are now going to be judged by this their uh, freakish consistency. Do you, do you, do you think that? That is fair for me to say. It is. It is very unfair, and um, you know, uh, you know, we were talking about. I've been listening to the conversation, and you know, it just points out to one thing that um, I. It's something that me I say. This is no. 
no uh, no disrespect to any of us who who use it but social media has social media has been a, a very big evil to football and mm. that is why we find ourselves in the yes mm. because you see it is giving the room for people to say for those who don't even know much about the game to just come and say what they want and from there a hype begins to build and before you know it somebody who should now Messi and Ronaldo um, um, do I say the rivalry because yes the rivalry started when Ronaldo got to Madrid at that point social media was gaining that was when the likes of Twitter Facebook already started uh, mm-hmm. getting steam so you know this social media is it ushered them and it gave them a very big foothold so you know because they were able to score so many goals Everybody was able to amplify it on social media. Is it not social media that brought up this good tag that we will not have rent yes. on? Yes. Good, <laughs> good, good. Yes, to the point that there's the good emoji. All of exactly. Exactly. So, and it makes us underappreciate. Look now, they said Bruno Fernandez pulled 21st. Imagine, after all the hard work he did. Look at Harry Kane. Harry Kane pulled 23rd. And I'm like, excuse me? Someone who took England, who nearly took no. Then I kind of sometimes wonder what exactly is this voting and all this. As in, where are these people getting their information from? What is deciding their factor? Because I was like, if because Messi did well in a Copa America tournament that has never, I can't remember when Copa America was ever used to judge or was a prerequisite in someone. Because I remember the great Brazil team. At least they won it in 2004 and 2007, mm. where you had the likes of Ronaldinho, Ronaldo de Lima, you know, um, Adriano, and all of that. But Copa America was never a deciding, uh, was not a deciding factor. I remember that even in that 2004, was it not Shevchenko that won the Ballon d'Or that time when it was the European footballer year? Mm. Mm. So you know, back in that time, there was a bit of a, there was still some diversity. You understand? There was diversity in in the range of players. I mean, we even had our George Ware, you know, George Ware from Africa, you know, to tell you that ah, he was really the standout ah, player that ah, year. But, ah, you know... Ah, Kule, you bring up George Ware. For no, I'm, years, just trying to no, make, no, I'm, I'm just trying to make a point. Yes, yes, I do. For years after George Ware won, from the minute George Ware won that award, I was so mad. It should have been Infinity George's award. In everything oh, that really? we're saying now, in everything we're saying now, Finijo won everything, everything, every or, competition that year. Finijo George was oh. on fire. I said, so I remember asking that, how is it that they've given this award to George Ware because he's got one solo goal against Verona for Milan? Oh wait, wait, are you are you serious? I, I always thought I George Ware was actually if he mon- was phenomenal. No, no, he was. Oh, really? I, he was, but I complained that you know, for him not for him not to be given to anyone else. I thought he was exceptionally because to give an African that means like no, out of everyone, no, the Marco Van Bastens, the the Roberto Baggio's, the that where was the standout player for mm-hmm. it to have happened <laughs> to this yeah. day. I That's still believe, my consensus. To this day, I still believe that award should have gone to finish the judge. If they were going to give it to an African, they had to go to finish the judge. Because yeah. I actually felt... But what I do think... <laughs> but, listen, okay. we're digressing. Yeah, but what I was just trying to say, 
Yeah, no, but what I was just trying to say was that there was diversity of mm-hmm. there was diversity players, of winners, yes, like winners. in the players, diversity of players, you understand? From different places, you know, different countries, different it wasn't concentrated on one. I mean, even the FIFA award, we had Zidane. We had Zidane who took it um, three times. Mm-hmm. You had Delima who took it three times. You took you had Ronaldinho three times. There was was it Baggio? There was Khan, you know. I mean, even the people who were second thought, you could see some but everything just changed once Messi once it became that FIFA Ballon d'Or in a nine in oh nine oh ten and it just became on social media and even the media just gave the these two so much coverage that we seemed to forget other people who were you know, who were doing exceptionally well. Obviously not to the point of uh, these people, but we're like now in that Barcelona thing cannot acknowledge the work of Xavi and Iniesta. I am sorry, exactly. I have a problem. Exactly. I, right. I think I back to that. what you said earlier with this sponsorship and and whatever and social media what and traffic on their sites and all that selling yeah. shares that I think it all goes back to that because the, the kind of things that happen behind the scenes in these boardrooms is crazy it's really crazy and I, I really strongly believe that that's what has driven these awards for, for the past couple of years and it's so sad right speaking, very of, sad. speaking of driving we're not, we're not going to shift Aisha Iweiti we're going to shift um, gears and come down to the leagues um, Kay Kay are you with us yes boss and I'm here no not you Kule Kade oh okay Kade Subaru of Chelsea Football Club are you with us I'm with I'm with you okay excellent can you hear me excellent I can hear you now so yeah so Chelsea <laughs> have played Chelsea are top of the Premier League table Chelsea have played mm. Liverpool Man City and Manchester United and didn't win any of their matches okay how do you people feel about that Okay. Um, first of all, I would like to comment on the uh, what the contributors have been talking about regarding the award. And um, listening to these guys, I, I realize maybe they are of younger generations. Uh, so we need to a little bit uh, educate them regarding this award. Let me talk about the award before we go to the league. Let me, let me use this opportunity to educate a little bit uh, with all due respect. To the to the guys that I've listened to in the last couple of minutes, look, this award is not all about how you know how to play. This award is about your contribution over a particular period, let's say a particular season. The award takes into consideration a lot of things. First and foremost, where we are in the competition year, mm. in the competition year, the award take. They give a lot of preference for your contribution towards your national team. That is one. That is where you see. Uh, uh, that's where you see. Donnarumma. Messi won this award. Messi won this award. Donnarumma won the, the best goalkeeper award mm-hmm. because of their contribution to their national. The national team first before club competition. You have to know that national team first before club competition because they, someone was saying. He doesn't know what Copa America, how, how Copa America became a deciding factor. Copa America is as big as European Championship, my dear. Copa America, if not because of the media coverage, 
is even bigger than the European Championship. Copa America, you have Brazil, who have won the World Cup a record six times. You have Argentina, who have won the World Cup two times. Uruguay, who has won the World Cup two times. Combine them together, you have ten winners. Uruguay, Uruguay haven't won the World Cup in color, though. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is that if you are talking about your contribution to the national team, Copa America is a big, big, big factor in deciding, oh, in deciding, oh, okay. in teaching that thing to, to your side. Now, he's not okay. saying, he's not saying that um, no, he it's said, not important. He said he, said he, said, he didn't know why Copa America became because it was not, it was not so in the past. That's what he was trying to say. He mentioned some other some other years in the past. When... I, I, I was coming to that. I, I was coming to that. In okay. the past, we have look. Why Ronaldo and Messi dominated was that? When you take Ronaldo and Messi, the gap between those two guys and the next guy to them is so wide. Mm. So it is difficult for the next guy. Say for instance, your Neymar of this world, your Hazard of this world, your Mbappe of this world. To be able to, to, to win the award when Messi and Ronaldo are really shining. So it's difficult. It is not it is it was unlike in the past where you have Kaka. Kaka is the same generation as Ronaldo. Rivaldo is the same generation as Ronaldo. Ronaldo is the same generation as Ronaldo. That same period you are having Shoikov. That same generation you have you have Romario. That same generation. You have Shevchenko. You have Roberto Baggio. You have Kere Papin. It is difficult for anybody to dominate that time. Uh, they're more talented. Was, eh? They were more talented. Football in the area of talent has gone so, so low. Yeah, you see a lot of people today, you begin, because we play, the, we, we play the game. You see a lot of people today, some will even find it very difficult to control. You just take your head and you realize that it's only one or 20,000 pounds per week. Absolutely. And the person is unable to control it. Two seconds. Dogio yesterday, or day before yesterday, couldn't control. So you find it very difficult that footballer these days, what does Dogio, what does Dogio do in Chelsea team? Collect the ball, pass it to the next guy. Do you understand what I'm saying? But so footballer now. But you people wanted him to win Ballon d'Or. No, no, The people that are pushing it. Oh, no, no. Ogakavi. Ogakavi. In 20. Oh, that's I, 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 you, you wouldn't see me making a comment regarding that. <laughs> okay. You're, you will never see me making a comment regarding that because I I I I, I, I know the yardstick, the people that vote for this kind for this award. Now we have to look at that. Your national team, your, your, your national team and contribution. And in the absence of national competition in that particular year, your club performance now takes preeminence. Say for instance, Victor Epeba. Where Peter Pepper won it, Peter Pepper doesn't even have a, didn't even have a shirt in Nigeria with Super Eagles. Yet he won it in 1997. Why did he win it? Because he was just the star of Monaco. He was in Monaco with Trevor Gay, he was mm. in Monaco with the Thierry Henry, mm. after when Gay was their coach. So he, 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 played, he, he contributed more than anybody in Africa that time. And look at the period. Let, 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 let me come back to national team. National team takes preeminence over so, so, over over club football. Look at when Mustafa Hagi won it in 1998. Mustafa Hagi won it over Koya because Mustafa Hagi was at the World Cup. He played very well at the World Cup. There was even a basketball kick he did, maybe against Mexico. So the people that vote, they look at that. Yes, 
So they look at the well, first of all, the competition. In the other of the competition, they look at club football. The club football, uh, the club football, yeah. dragon people are charity people that are pushing for Jogio. If Jogio is Sorry, I understood everything you said perfectly. Uh, okay. The first generation were more talented and now accepted. It's difficult to win four times in a row, accepted. But the problem is this there is no consistency in decision making. Now, can you give me a particular reference to that consistency that you are talking about? And let me, try, to me. let me try to explain. Listen to me. Okay. I understand, as a student of the game, that during okay. World Cup, irrespective of before the Ballon d'Or was matched, with uh, before FIFA and the French football, whatever, whatever, made together to uh, put out their satanic uh, decision. During World Cup, number of goals, the title you won for your club, but in World Cup year, just have a very good performance and make sure that your national team win the World Cup. You win the Player of the Year award. For example, uh, 2006, we had Cannavaro. Mm-hmm. 1990. You understand during World Cup here, yeah, the best footballer is always coming from the World Cup winning team. For that team, okay. But it changed in 2010. Oh, Xavi, Nesta, they won the World Cup, but the elementary won the Liga and took home the award. 2014 as well. Different. Uh, another different thing. Then going to 2018, then we saw Cristiano Ronaldo had a very good year. With Real Madrid, played very well at the World Cup. Played very well at the World Cup. Scored five goals. Then you have a side Modric, who didn't score any goal. Just played like Jorginho, got to the final, lost the final, and took. So can I can I can I come here? Can I come here at that point? Regarding that Modric, can I can I come here? You have the floor, sir. Yeah. You are, you, are, you are talking about Modric, the, 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 the clearest person to win in 2018 was Modric. You have to look at where Croatia was coming from. Croatia is a country of 3 million people. They've been ravaged by war. The Croatia was, was before, was before in, into Yugoslavia. Let me put it that way. Do you understand? And you saw just a player. That, a rip on a from the tag of not even non favorite eh? to the edge of winning World Cup. And he was a standout player in that Croatia team. But they didn't win. Right. Like, look at me. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need to win. Okay. Who was the standout player? Who was the standout player in that French team? Oh. There was no standout player in that French team. Oh. Who was that consistent? Oh. It, it's not about. No, no, what you don't know is this. What you don't know is this. Wait, wait, wait now. Okay, I don't want it. Judge, you have won it. Okay. Keep shifting. Keep shifting the goalposts. I'm not shifting goalposts. 
I'm not tipping goalposts. I am muting all of you because yeah. I need to change. I need to change. We don't have long left. I need to change. I need to change track. Okay, Kyra, you were supposed to take us down the Chelsea route. Since you okay, so, no, 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 wait. Since you failed, I'll go. I'll send it back to Shay, who is a Chelsea fan. You get Chelsea are top of the table in um, in England. And like I said, as I said to uh, Kyra. You've played United, City, and Liverpool, and have not won any. Are you? Is there any worry about um, the team's long-standing ability to to hold this to the end? Uh, I I remember the last time I was on this show. Uh, I think I stayed down Chelsea chances of winning the league. I still think City and Liverpool might finish ahead of Chelsea. Why? Because these uh, clubs have big game players and they are doing enough. They are doing uh, more than us when it comes to big big games. City, who lost to City, to Liverpool, now United. United, United, United. But we couldn't beat uh, United. So if you can't take points off your rivals, then I don't think you you are good enough to win the time. And this is what City knows how to do very well. This is what Liverpool knows how to do. We've not been able to do that. So for me, I'm not worried. I just believe that. I think people are expecting too much from us. Maybe because we are the European champion, then we added Lukaku to the team. But then for me, that doesn't... I mean that we've actually closed the gap on City. Yes, we have a very brilliant manager who I think is playing. Our team is a reflection of success. Take away two care from our team. Bring in a front lampard. We are in maybe seventh or eighth position. So we are where we have today because of the brilliant manager that we have. So I, I don't think we, Chelsea, my, I don't think we are good enough to win this league because of the performance in big games. You have to take points of your rivals. You have to win at home. But we've not been able to do that. We lost at home to City, Drew United. I'm not sure we are going to SCR to get the maximum point as well. I don't know. We have, okay, we went to Anfield, got the point. But Liverpool coming to Chelsea, uh, to Stamford Bridge, and been another uh, big problem for Chelsea. So for me, I'm not expecting the league. So Champions League, if we can defend it good, if we can't, no problem. We will achieve last season. I'm good to go. Kari. Yeah, I I disagree with my with my with my with my pap. What is the price? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, I dis, I disagree with him. Yeah, and that's the beauty of the game anyway. Mm. Um, that we have a play. Uh, is it top six? I don't know the position of my United. I whether it's a tenth position. Uh, but we stick on them as uh, as a, 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 one of the big four. That we have Shot play. Fired. That we have played, that we have played against the rivals, and we have not taken points. That doesn't determine who wins the league, Very my true. friend. Very true. It doesn't determine. That's why the that's why the fact. Oh, listen to me. That's why the fact. We all know our different beliefs. That's that's why the fact that uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Liverpool beat United by five zero. They are taught. We have won mm. more games than anyone. Mm. We have played more. We have played tougher games than any of our rivals. Mm. We have won more games than them. We consider the least goal. 
We are the second, the, the, the second, the, the second team that has the most goals scored. The one match, the one match you are expected to win. That's just it. The match you are expected. Last season, last season, City lost eight games. Chelsea ended up winning. They ended up winning the league. We have not lost. Hold up, please. Now. Hold up, please. Hold up, please. When you are talking, I kept quiet. Hold up, please. We are out of thirteen games. Out of thirteen games, Chelsea has only have only lost just one. Thirty points. They've only lost just one. Just one. Thirty points. Five goals against. Incredible result. That you had, I mean, you, we won't be playing against United all the time. Among the big four, you are just talking about just eight games. Among the big, the big four, you are talking about, you are talking about just eight games, eight games. Where mm. you, are, you, are, you are saying, you are, you are saying United now, you are not applying the same United factor that we couldn't be United. You are not applying it to Arsenal. You are not applying it to to score. Whether we like it or not, one of them, one of Arsenal's score is above is above my United in that league table. Both of them are actually. Both of them, both of them are actually. These are club. Both of them are what? Both, both of them are what? Both of them are above United. They are healing. They are above United. Yeah. We beat that. We beat those two people. We scored so without considering without considering just one. We didn't United to go beat those people. We that, 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 that we beat that that we beat. Uh, that we beat, uh, that that we couldn't that uh, that, that uh, City beat us at home. We couldn't beat United, and we are not even taking it to consideration that we to we to have to play against ten against ten against eleven. We do. I'm not talking about that. You are being disillusioned because oh we couldn't beat we couldn't beat United. Oh we are not going to win the league. That's your opinion anyway. Yes. Whether we are, you like it or not, Chelsea is winning league. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 yeah. Hold on, please. Whether they have done the point to one, whether they have done the point to two, we are winning the league. Go down to the three. Every will not win the league. Okay. Point arrivals. I the first, the first postcard we have before the beginning of the league. Mm. I told you, oh, get Kevin. We Chelsea is winning that league, yes. and I will never. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you shortly. Uh, Shay, Shay is okay. You two have tried. Um, Doc IJ and uh, Kule, um, United have um, appointed Ragnik, and all of you know that. I am desperate for United to get Eric Ten Hag as the manager in the summer. Right? Doc, Ajay, what would you really expect of of um, Ragnik in this in the in the months that he has towards till the end of the season? Okay, so before when all this managerial brouhaha was going on, even before Ole eventually left, somewhere in my mind I was saying, even at home, I'll keep saying, I just want to, which German manager can we get? Which German manager? <laughs> are, you, are you serious? And the only thing I'm looking for really is an identity. I want us to have a pattern of play. A way, you know, let's just have an identity on the pitch. When we come out, we know that this is how we're going to play. If we're going to be a pressing team, if we're going to be a counter-attacking team, whatever it is. I know he's, I think his philosophy is to be a high-pressing team and, and all that, but I just want us to have an identity. We have the players. We have good players. We know some of our players are dodgy. Thank God Harry Maguire is, I, I just hope, 
that this manager also sees the light and keeps his ass on the bench. One Bisaka, something has to be done. Somebody has to be able to challenge him for that right back because if you're a right back and you cannot cross, you know, you can't contribute to in dead ball situations or you can't even pull out the ball properly. I don't know what you're doing. Even though he has those magical last-ditch tackles he can do once in a while. But, I mean, you need. we've had people like Gary Neville, we've installed like people like Gary Neville in the past, you know, crossing balls to Beckham, getting us goals. You need full-backs that can contribute to the attack. Mm. Look at the, Liverpool thriving off that. And Rhys James in Chelsea, they're thriving off that. Chilwell, they're thriving off, off, off players like that. So we really need that. I just want, basically, like you asked, within the next six months, I want an identity, a style of play, you know. And then players who, I think we're like languishing in 20th or 19th in terms of um, maybe distance covered or like that. There's no effort. Mm. There's no effort. I don't want to be seeing those straight back passes, McTominay and co, all that crap. I don't want to see any of that. <laughs> Who do you have? Who do you have when you are condemning all those guys? You are brilliant guys. No, no. Their brains can be. Remember when Lampard was in your team? The way those players were playing when Tuko came, it changed. Uh-huh. That's, That's what, what you say. training and and his his system, and let's see what happens with it. Right, Kairi. Not, not you, yes, Kule. Sir. Not you, Kule. Let's go. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, okay. What I expect? Yes, um, what okay, for expect? me. Um, um, yeah. Like um, Dr. I.J. said, I think. Um, yes, I think I expect us to play better because um, we've been very woeful this season. So um, I think that's what I expect because. I mean, even when Soldier came um, at the very beginning, yeah, there was there was actually some good things because when you talk about all these things, are like oh, you press, you counter attack. Mm. I think they were doing it very very well. You see that period where Man United won fourteen in nineteen. It was surreal because the last time I saw Man United play that way, Alex Ferguson era. It was surreal. I was like, is this Marcus Rashford? Is this Anthony Martial? Like. They were so swift. They were so... But where everything now disappeared and is what I still do not understand still uh, still today because that was it, that was a massive kind of drop yes. that I have never seen yes. before. It you was understand? a major drop. So, a, a very, very major drop. So, I expect it that this time around that um, they will... that there should be that consistency. But then, the problem is this, and this is where it's going to be. You know, like I said now, we're in the age of social media. Mm. They will not give... they will not give Ragnick rest. If we lose now against us now, they will come, they will start trolling Ragnick. You understand? Look at like now, Conte now. People have already started trolling into Conte and Paul. When you clearly know that this man doesn't really have, uh, you know, the players that he might want to use. And the truth is, Ragnick might not have the players that he's going to, you know, to Ragnick has everything. That part is no, best in championship. He's not a no, he does not wait. He does not have, sir. We can't be sure because Ragnick is someone who he is in control. This is the first time where Ragnick is coming to a place where he's meeting something on ground. 
Go and look at the other clubs he has been. He was the one in responsible for the recruitment, knowing the players and all that. For me, this one he he is coming. That is why I feel we have to be very careful because everyone is already saying they are excited. They are excited. It's not going to be that. Sorry, what's around the corner? January, January. January, how many players How many players are you going to buy in January? And, and if you're going to buy, and mind you, if you're going to buy, you have to sell. You're not, you're not, just, going, you're not just going to keep adding to the, to the team. You're going to have give to sell. Give away price. Give away price. Uh, we can, that we, we, we can though. give Fred away, <laughs> can't we? We can give Fred away. No, wait. wait. Um, Uncle Calvin. Mm-hmm. Uncle Calvin, see, on contrary opinion, yeah. actually, I don't know, but I have this belief that Fred is going to be the most valuable player on that right now. He's welcome to fact, be. You know, He's welcome to be. I don't wait, mind. Wait, I don't mind. Wait, let me, let me, let me. No, because Fred is, you see, for that kind of pressing and that Ragnick, Fred can do it very well. Yes, wait. I know it's his passing that is, but his, look, his passing does not need to be great, really. Right. His passing does not need really, but what he contributes, how he, you know, how he, how he marks, how he's all over players, you know, he's not this kind of person that will just look, that will stand there, you know, wait for Pogba. You know, even when the ball is taken off um, Fred, you see him, he's, he's he's proactive, he's there, he's trying to charge back and try to get the ball back and all of that. So I believe that Fred is actually going to be very valuable. And even McTominay. Okay. So the truth is, we might actually see, we might actually see, see Fred McTominay remain, but he will be revamped see, and reborn. this is so funny. Yeah. And, um, um, Shukuma, thank you for your patience. Uh, Kaede, okay. there was too much feedback coming from you. That's why I muted you at the time. There was too much feedback coming from where you are. Um, there is this this thing about pressing that I find really comical, the way people go on about it. Pressing, when I was reading um, Arigosaki's book, and I remember when I used to play um, for like and I remember we used to press. The thing everybody forgets about pressing is not so much as you don't have to run long distances. That is the thing. You don't even have to use so much energy. The thing is that the players have to be together. It is in the in the early 70s or 80s, in the early 70s and 80s, it used to be called hunting in parks. That's what it used to be called. You were hunting as a team. You hunted in packs. That means you went together, which means you are not running too far, too long distances. So it is not so. People people think that you are asking players to do that much. Arigusaki explained it in his book absolutely brilliantly. That people people think that this is about the how fast you can run or how long you can run. That no, it's about staying compact in the same areas. Where the ball is, so that you you use you use numbers, you use numbers to stop the opposition, to suppress the opposition, and then when you pass the ball, you don't pass the ball um, um, over long distances. Also, so I, I'm not expecting. I don't think. Well, I personally won't give Ragnik any excuse when he says something about I didn't, I don't have the players, I didn't buy players. No, no, I'm not having that. You've got your um, Tuchel did not buy players. That he used to win Champions League for for Chelsea. You you come um, in, you come in, and you work with the players you have. That's what it is about. But, um, Uncle Kevin, um, that's just 
Sorry. But can I just come in to say something about that Tuko language? Yeah, no. I know many people have been saying that, and I feel that is why there is going to be a lot of pressure on that Ragni, because they'll be oh. like, oh, Tuko, yeah. your disciple came and he won it. Now, I don't know, but um, why I feel Tuko succeeded was because, uh, you know, immediately he got in, he reverted Chelsea to a playing a back three. He coached which, Chelsea. Which, if I remember, he coached Chelsea. Sorry, that's what you're saying. He coached the players. No, no, no. What I'm trying, no. What I am saying is that he he reverted. He reverted back. By coaching, he reverted to by coaching the players. By coaching the players. Yeah, no, not. No. What I'm what I am trying to make point out is that. He, he reverted to something that Chelsea was familiar with before Lampard came in, and you know many of those players when the, and that was about that was playing you know the factory that was being played under uh, when you know when Antonio Conte was there. Many of those players they're still there. The, the Rudigas, the Alonso's, the um, um, Kante. Rudiger was um, there when who else? Was Rudiger there when Chelsea won the title in 2017? Yes, he was. He was. I think he was. He was the one who bought. He was the one who bought um, Rudiger. I think he was the one. Yeah, he was right. there. He was there. Yes. So, so you know, so so they they knew about this. So it, it was like it wasn't something that was kind of like alien to them anyway. So they were able to adjust instantly, and oh. that's what I feel happens. But in this case, we've not had anything. Manchester United has not had anything, oh, any form of this. identity that has brought them success. I'm not having, I'm not Manchester now. United. I disagree so, with you, sir. Manchester United are had a lot. Yes, they have a lot. They are players there. There's no excuse. No, no excuse. Once, once the manager is good, Manchester United has the best players in this league. Coach Believe the team. Coach the team. Forget That's what I'm asking the coach. Passion. Forget about, forget about okay. passion, my friend. Forget about three four three. Many, okay. people, many, many, many clubs use three four three. They didn't get it. It is the coach. The three four three okay. of coach is different from the three four three of uh, of, of two K. True. Yeah, it, depends, it depends on the way the coach makes them to adapt to it. I I during 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 coach during coach there are no inverted 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 wing back. Yes. Moses and Alonso they were not inverted in the in the midfield. But this guy was this guy adapted the players he have, and you know it's all about coaching. Okay, come in and study. Yeah, that problem was coaching. Yeah, that problem was coaching.
whoever they want. I think they, they have. have I think they have. I, I think they, they have. Don't need to, I think they have. Good, good. I, I, they, they don't need drug dick. They don't need to be coming to make money. They don't need him. Go for a jack. Pay it whatever you need. The civilians pay that you need to be paid. Pay it and get this guy. Let this guy give him top four for this year. And let this guy go for this league next year. Uh, I see. They have everything. They have the culture. They have the tradition. They have everything. You don't need an incentive. <laughs> you, you can't, that's very that's, that's very rich. I have a contrary from. opinion about the coach. So, uh, I know Aga Calvin has Wait. been so uh, particular about Ten Hag, but I just have this feeling that you know, since um, Ragnik is going to be is going to be in control of recruitment and all of that, mm. I don't know, but I just have this feeling that, that, that you know, we, we might see. That, that is even I don't know if we. To, that is even a taboo as an insult to United. Like a guy is dictating that we have a consultant in order to play the next two years. Manchester United is a, is like a it's like a movement. It's a nation. When you're talking about the next one we talk about is Manchester United. Why are you saying it's so much to, to be to be involved in their decision making? Come on now. Wait, 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 wait. Those who are involved in the decision making have they made good decisions? Yes, and it's because they are no sporting director. Is, so what should we do? That is why they don't even need sporting director. That is where Manchester United where we are today because Andrew uh, uh, Woodward is not a football yeah. person. These are business guys. All of them are business guys. Even the owners, even the owners owner are not football guys. How can they sack? How you sack Ole? And you are you are thinking of getting an insurance that will take them to the end of the visit before you get a new coach? Can you explain? There is no permanent manager. This is very. Do you know how many times Chelsea have had interim managers? I mean, what is this one that you're saying? I don't know. What I'm saying is this. I think I think the club have um identified who is going to take over in the summer. The said individual this the said individual is not available, right? There, this, 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 um, these discussions don't take as long as people think it does. I think that all of this have been they've, they've said, okay, we need somebody else who would steady the ship and do this work till the end of the season. Then, on top of it, they have to find somebody who they they're going to give the freedom to because the club has been hammered. The club has been hammered for so long that they don't, they don't do a, what's it called? That they don't, they don't do, know what to do again. They don't do enough on the, on the. I'm going to mute you again, Kyle, because of the wind coming. No. Um, they so they've decided that okay, we're going to use um, Ragnik to stay and and um, work on the football side, and also be able to work with this new. Manager that is going to come in. That is my reading of the situation. I don't know, but that's my reading of the situation. I would move to Abu Chukuma, who has been very patient, very very patient. Um, Chukuma, you were saying something about you were saying something about United before. So finish what you are going to say about United, and then tell us how you think Arsenal, how much progress you are making. Arsenal are in fifth. They won three of their last four. Uh, that's, that's, that's championship formal. <laughs> uh, now on on Manchester United, I think that United and Liverpool 
they are the like two clubs you reckon with in England. And one of the problems with having that kind of name is the attention that you get with everything that you do, every decision that you make to be sick nice. And so the problem United have now is the Salesegusum problem. Now, the class of 92, they're like, there is some kind of cabal going on with that group of players. In your mind? Every yeah, that United have had since Salesegusum left has always come up with this there's always been a battle between what the players, what this class of 92, because these players view so much influence outside the club and within the club. They work in the media. Yeah, these ones that work in the media is like there's some kind of old boy association going on. Because I'll, I'll take Vanguard, for instance. When Vanguard was at United, he said something. He said he wants to build a philosophy. In his first season, he addressed the defense. In his second season, he addressed the midfield. But there was no time for United, they did not give him time. Everything was, oh, the backward passing, oh, this one, oh, that one. Eventually, he left. Moreno came in, and Moreno, with his attitude, he could not take some of the things that, that was going on United. And you know, Moreno is arrogant. Everything just went downhill from there. And now, um, Ole Gunasocha has come in, and he stayed for three years. And he did, he was way out of his depth. United. Two years and much. 10 months, not three years. Everybody keeps saying this three years. Uh, two years and ten months. Now he stayed for that period because uh, he's one of us. Now anything Ole does it is just uh, no, 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 no. I'm not agreeing to that. I refuse that completely. He finished third in his first season. In his first, in his first full season, he finished third. In his second full season, he finished second. What do you mean? That that's that, you don't you don't sack a you don't sack a manager who finishes who finishes third and second. Listen, what I agree with you is on Vangal. Why would I agree with you on Vangal? Vangal, Vangal sacking was not a function of the class of 92 in the press. It was because Edward Wood lost his mind. He lost his mind because Man City hired Pep Guardiola. So he always felt, he felt that we need to do something to match City. And that's why he went to hire who he hired to replace Vangal. And I think, I, agree, I will agree completely that United have suffered for that sacking of Angal at the time he was sacked. He should never have been sacked at the time he was sacked. Worst of all, he should never have been replaced by who he was replaced with. Okay, Ron, can you talk about okay. Arsenal? Okay, now, my back to Arsenal. I think that the way we started this season was very, very bad. We lost the first three games. And everybody said a lot of things about Arsenal. And with Ateta. So I think we are suffering from a problem of having too much stability. Now, when Asilinga was in charge, he was the sole guy for everything. Every decision, good or bad, just went to Asilinga. And so to lose that kind of stability, the ripple effect is what they're having today. Because now, if we don't sign any players, well, Winger did not sign. If the player did make any bad decision, Winger did not do this. Anything that happens, Winger did not do this. And now we have another structure now. Ateta is in charge of coaching. Edu is in charge of transfer. And so now when we have a problem, we are, our mind goes, wait a minute. Before it was just one guy, but now who do I blame? This player is not playing well. The coach will say, I'm not the person that signed this guy. This is the person who's responsible. Now, and then we are confused because we do not know who to blame. But at the end of the day, one person has to take the fault. And right now, I do not like what are you the gonna, way... Wait, what are you talking about? Arsenal are fifth on the table. And you're talking about blaming. Why are you blaming? No. 
So I'm, I'm trying to explain how, how we got to this point now. Now, where we are right now, we are fifth. And we play United on Thursday. I'm expecting us to finish top four. Considering how we started the season and where we finished last season. Fourth? Of course. Uh, of I'm course. Not sure, I'm not sure. No, no, we have to. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Please let him finish. Manchester City will win the league. Right. Liverpool will finish second. Right. Chelsea will finish third. Arsenal will finish fourth. And the reason Arsenal will finish fourth is because Arsenal are not playing in Europe. The only thing we have to worry about is how do we keep these same players fit every week? We just play one and then we rest. We play once. Now, United have the problem of trying to bed in these players with the new coach. Chelsea also have to see how they can play this high pressing football and maintain the consistency across all the competitions that they're involved in. Um, Liverpool have to do the same thing. They, they will lose money and Salah in January. I don't know how that would affect their season. But I know that Man City will win the league. Yes, I know. Man City will win the league, definitely. Liverpool will finish the contract. No, that is not now and and on United, I think this is the problem with United now with the signing of Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. Um, I think that that was a very big mistake, and it was because they saw that United uh, Manchester City was going to sign Ronaldo. United had no reason to sign Ronaldo. They had no reason because um. Only Gunnar Solskjaer has a way of playing. His idea is, I want to build this group of players to play this way. This is how we want to play. This is what we want to do with the ball. And now you have Ronaldo who is not going to press. My friend, make up your right, mind. You are blaming Solskjaer that she had been fired before. Now you are talking about that he had a way of playing. You have the same problem. Because if you have somebody like Ronaldo in your team, he has to play. And if you don't play Ronaldo, and you suffer a defeat. The next thing that will happen, oh, why don't you play Ronaldo? Now, if you play Ronaldo, to press successfully, you need to have every body that has a happy player pressing at the same time, doing a particular job. And when you have one person who is not doing that job, we saw it against PSG, PSG and Manchester. Neymar, Messi, don't press. And you saw what City did to, to PSG. If you have one player in a team who, well, we just have to compensate for this one by playing an extra midfielder who works out. What happens is that the team, the opposing team, they are very good enough. They will capitalize on the fact that this one person is not pressing. And in order to sufficiently press, that's why Liverpool, you look at Liverpool, up until Salah and Mane. They don't have that found out player. Everybody is working as a team. Salah is pressing, Mane is pressing, Semino is pressing, everybody is pressing. Now, United don't have that. And so that's why I think that Ronaldo signing is a very big mistake because City have a very good team already. All they needed was just a goal scorer. And Ronaldo was the perfect guy to just kill in that spot. But United thought, well, this is our old guy, now let's go and get him. So they got him now and they don't know what to do with him. Because if you don't see Rashford, you don't have a inside one big mess. And I think the, the media are waiting to see him. Guy never himself is going to champion that fight. Right. No, no. Listen, I am. Um, Gentlemen, we have spent too much time, more than I allotted for this show. So um, I really would thank you. Chukuma, I would have loved to take you up on a lot of the stuff you brought up, but I, I don't have um, the time. So 
in rounding up, I, I, you were all admitted. You all agreed that Doc IJ particularly was not pleased with the with the with the way the Ballon d'Or result went. We all agreed that this is all about um, both Messi and Ronaldo. Kind of it to say that um, it's because of what they did for the international for their country that's led to to Messi winning it in the end. Mm, whichever. Lionel Messi has won his seventh. Um, she is insisting that Chelsea can't win the league, even though Cardi is absolutely convinced that Chelsea will win the league. But that's it. Chukuma comes from left field to say that Arsenal will finish in the top four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is all sorted. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm really, really grateful. Um, very quickly, 30 seconds each. Final word. Doc IJ, you go first. France football robbed Lewandowski and it's appalling. Thank you. Shei? Uh, yeah, uh, I think people should stop uh, scapegoating uh, Cristiano Ronaldo for the sacking of Holy. They should stop scapegoating Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe, and. Uh, uh, Neymar for the loss of PSG to Manchester City. These are very, very good players who have won game, who have saved managers' lives uh, on their good day. I saw what uh, Enrique did with Messi, Neymar, and uh, uh, Messi, Neymar, and Suarez. They didn't press. It's all about coaching. Get the other boys to get the ball to them and they kill him off. So I think we just have to stop this thing. Ronaldo saved only countless times before he was finally sacked. I think it's uh, very, very wrong to keep going for the second of Ole. Kari, 30 seconds, please. Kari, you're mute. The person, Thanks. in the version of Messi, won Balloon de Hall. Mm. Lewandowski, in the system, in, in consideration... They didn't do anything for Poland at Euro 2020 and it never won UCL Champions League. So there is no basis. People are just judging Lewandowski based on last season for when they won it. When they won it, it was unfortunate that there was COVID, there was no Balloon de Hall ceremony. So the right person won Balloon de Hall. Regarding Manchester United, the only team that doesn't need Manchester United today is Real Madrid, maybe Juventus. Every team needs need Ronaldo, sorry. The only team that will not need Ronaldo may be Juventus and Real Madrid. Every team needs Ronaldo. A coach has to apply. And my, I'm, I'm also, why must all the team press? There was football before pressing. Mm-hmm. Why must all the team, why must all the team press? Why are we talking about press? The person that brought press to your Premier League was club. How many, how many leaders he won with the press in the past this year? Only, <laughs> only one league title with the press and press and press. Why must we press? Why must Ronaldo press? Ronaldo will do more. Ronaldo, Ronaldo came and increased the, and increased the strength of Manchester United by 40%. You play to his strength and let him deliver the goals for you. In a big game, in a smaller game, you always find Ronaldo there. And lastly, we will be here again. Chelsea will win that league. Whether uh, we win in Etihad or we don't, we don't win at Stafford Beach against Liverpool, we are winning that league. Um, Ogakade, I want to say this. Can you organize a podcast where we talk about Roa, where we talk about the Jazz Super Eagles, and we appreciate that place. Okay. Um, Tukuma. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Lionel Messi is the best player 
in the entire universe. There's nothing anybody can do about it. Manchester City is the league because Adela is unbelievable. But in the end, second, they have a good year playing. Chelsea will finish third because they have Arsenal will finish fourth because they have the passion. And I pray that whatever is going on at Manchester United will continue. And with that darkness, overwhelm that club. All the things that Charlie said, even if you believe me, it went. God will continue to show you people darkness, and you will not come out of it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Clay, bring us home. Yeah. Um, I want Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi to retire immediately. I don't want to know. They must retire. We want football to go back to the normal. Uh, yes, to normal. It's okay. We understand. They are the best of the best. They are better than Pele. They are better than Delima. Anybody to have worked this uh, hopefully it's time for them to retire. Yes. Then on on, uh, on Manchester United, um, it, it's going to be different. And many people seem to be pointing towards Pochettino Ten Hag as manager, but I'm not going to be surprised. So people should not be surprised if maybe we are going to assist um, a real Ragnik um, protege that will come in. And the person that comes to my mind is, it might sound funny, but don't be surprised if Julian Nagelsmann is going to be the coach next season. Let's wait and see. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for your time on this episode of your sports mobile podcast thank you so very much thank you for having me on the podcast um thank you for having me too real pleasure thank you so much the greatest world thank you thank you try and do that on national team let's talk about super eagles i will try i'll try and you, my listeners, I thank you so very, <clears throat> thank you so very much for having the patience to listen to today's show. And if you've enjoyed it, please feel free to share, feel free to write in, get in touch with me on Twitter, get in touch uh, with me by email, whichever way. It's been an absolute pleasure hosting this episode of Your Sports Memo Podcast, a production of GCSports.com. My name is Kavini Mekomuka, signing out. 